3: Broncos country, let's cry. Man, that was painful in every way. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl today, how the Broncos can counter the Chiefs. What's the best way to do it? Is it to build a team around the quarterback? Is it to do everything you can to get the quarterback? Is it something else? Do the Broncos have the right leader in place with Sean Payton to do that? We're gonna do it all on the DNBR Broncos podcast where I've got Henry Chisholm, you here behind the camera, Super Bowl fifty champ, Todd Davis and Zach Stevens rolling with you today. Was it was it as painful of a day for you guys as it was for me?
2: Um it wasn't that bad for me. <laughs> okay, <lie>. good. <laughs> um, I felt like they, you know, they grinded really hard for that game. I felt like, you know, the forty hot had a couple of opportunities to put them away. Mm. Um, they just couldn't get it done. I just felt like don't like the chiefs but if you can get it done with one of your worst years and the offense is not clicking like i respect it don't want it to happen yeah <laughs> don't like it but i i respect it
1: yeah we had week one of the madden league yesterday oh did we i uh yeah i i gave up 35 points in the fourth quarter for the game to go to overtime <laughs> got converted to onside kicks so it was a pretty dark day from the start but yeah then you go out there and you know, John Elway giving him the Super Bowl. What was that? So, so it, it seems like it's because it's the 25 year anniversary of the Broncos winning that Super Bowl. No, no, and so no, they just no. kind of like rotate through. And so, I don't know. Like, if that's it, then there's nothing he can really do. Like, I guess he could say no and they'd be like, well, what the hell? Like, we just got to get somebody random to carry it up there. But it's that, I mean, that was dark.
3: That was the not even salt. That was the rubbing alcohol just yep. dumped in, uh, not just a little cut on your finger, on the like gash. an open wound that could kill someone because I think it killed Broncos country. In fact, I'm I didn't I'm shocked that I even saw it happen live uh-huh. because I didn't want to watch the post-game stuff after the Chiefs won. I was just too lazy to turn it off. And then I look up and John is carrying the Lombardi trophy through all of the Chiefs players. Jeez. He's got a smile on his face. Then yeah. he, I mean, he goes up to. to the podium. He hands them the Lombardi trophy. He daps up Patrick Mahomes. He congratulates Travis Kelsey. And it was so unbelievably painful. Yeah. like That was what just made it even worse. And to me, though, it, it, I get why he did it. It was 25th anniversary. You're mm-hmm. right, Henry? That's a nightmare situation, even if the 49ers win.
2: But it makes more sense, at least, then. Yeah,
1: like, because then he's giving it to all of his friends, too. <laughs> yes. Like, he's dapping up the McCaffreys. He's dapping up the Shanahans. He's dapping up. Like, John it's Lynch. all those guys. Exactly. But, like, those are his guys.
3: But then that would have been viewed as, on the flip side, like, Man, John could have been the one on stage with Kyle as Kyle with his head coach if he just would have hired him. That also would have been like that would have been salt in the wound, Mm -hmm. not like uh, rubbing alcohol in the wound. Man, if I was John, because you knew going into the game, it's 50-50 that you're going to be handing it to the Chiefs. Or in this scenario, in my opinion, like either one would have been a bad one. You just say... Thanks, but no, I'll do it on the 30 year anniversary, not 20.
1: Yeah, but then they just go to Shannon Sharp or Terrell Davis or one of those. Like, they're going to find somebody. Or they just
3: go to someone to celebrate the 30th anniversary. But they always do 25, though, is the thing. They always do that?
1: Yeah, that's what people were saying on Twitter, at least. It was like Larry Kzonka or something who did it to the Broncos. No, thank you.
3: Let someone else do it. You want the whole team just to decline? Yes, yeah. all fifty-three. Yes, the Chiefs, <laughs> you knew the Chiefs were there when you get when you uh, when you signed up for that. I don't. I don't really blame John. That that was just like the cherry on top mm-hmm. of the awful day that it was.
2: Yeah, I blame John. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I felt like maybe they should just have like one great from each team in the green room, and then whoever wins, mm. their great is the one who walks it yeah. out, like, like a chief. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. like have Tony yeah. Gonzalez and Jerry Rice, the same people who did the intro. Have them yeah. both back there, and then whoever wins, you carry it out to your team.
3: Or, like, didn't it yeah. start with someone carrying the trophy and then gave it to John, and then John finished it I off? I didn't
2: start watching.
3: I think so. I think... Huh. I don't remember who it was. It could have been Joe Montana, because he, w- he was at the game, and that would have made sense. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess, in this case, Not it wouldn't him, have made the yeah. most sense. But have John start it? I don't know. It was just such a... So awful. And the game itself Mm -hmm. was so awful because you mentioned it, Todd. There were, from the first quarter until the nearly the end of the game, there were so many opportunities where the 49ers could have ended the Mm -hmm. Chiefs or at least done something to make it seem like it was over, and they just never did. And it started in the first quarter. It was 0-0 after the first quarter. Yet the 49ers absolutely dominated. The Chiefs in the first quarter. It was like 126 yards to 6 yards late in the first quarter yet it was 0-0 and at that point I was like the Chiefs are going to win but mm-hmm. then it was 10-0 and I'm like oh maybe the Chiefs aren't going to win and there were so many points throughout the game where it was like end them, yeah. end them and they didn't and every time they didn't mm-hmm. it just felt like this is going to come down to the last drive and if Patrick Mahomes has his ball in his hands that's it. It's gonna be mm-hmm. game, and that's what it was. Just a quarter later.
1: Yep, that 10-0 was when I uh, was when I went, made all my money. It's like five to one odds on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl from down zero or down 10-0. Like sign me up all day. You got five like, to
3: one. The highest I saw was 280 plus really? 280.
1: Yeah, yep. I would do a little shopping. Wow. A good, yeah, it was a. It was pretty cool to make all that money, but it sucks its way. It's just so it's just so like obvious what's going to happen though. Like they are yeah. not going to lose that game. It's Patrick Mahomes and it's Brock Purdy. And when Brock Purdy's out there just like missing open receivers, you're like, come on. Like I don't care if when they try to run like a reasonable offense it doesn't really work at the beginning of the game because you just know when it comes down to it they just give the ball to Patrick Mahomes and something good is going to happen. It's just what they always do. Like that that drive in overtime what I think they handed the ball off on the first play as like a token just say like, "Yep, we're willing to run the football." And I'm not sure they actually ran the football again the rest of that drive. One I mean, more Mah- time. Mahomes did, there was one more to yeah.
2: like put check up the middle.
1: Yeah, so and they do it Mahomes one more time. on the fourth down. So, so they run the ball twice on that drive, and the rest is just like, yep, Mahomes, just go beat them because you always will. And it sucks, but, like, I don't know. There was never a doubt in my mind that they were going to win that game.
3: Man, and it just felt like the first half, Andy Reid was, like, wanting the 49ers to win the game. The play mm-hmm. calling was so bad mm-hmm. that Travis Kelsey screamed and Mm-mm-mm. pushed his head coach in a game because – um, he was so frustrated with, I have to imagine the play calling, but then the personnel decision on uh, in the red zone to not have Travis Kelsey in, and Travis was pissed because the tight end that was in there let up a block, and that allowed uh, a 49ers defender to strip the ball from Pacheco. Obviously, that's still on Pacheco, yeah. but like it, the, the Chiefs were losing it. Yep. The Chiefs were losing it and playing awful mm-hmm. and not doing anything. They had three points in the first half, yet... Kyle Shanahan blew this game. Blew this game. And he was the one. Him, Christian McCaffrey, John Lynch, the one that everyone in Broncos country wanted to win because, of course, their ties to Colorado, the ties to the Broncos. And, man, did he blow this oh. game. And let's get into the thing that's being talked about the most. Did he make the right decision to uh, Start with the ball in overtime.
2: No, if you know the rules, no. Did he know the rules?
3: If you know the rules, is the biggest thing because yeah. Todd, after the game, all we're finding out is uh, every chief outside of Miko Hardman knew the rules. In fact, there's uh, I think it was uh, um, uh, Justin Reed said after the game, Andy Reed in training camp was telling us how different the rules were. In playoff overtime mm-hmm. compared to regular season overtime, he said we talked about mm-hmm. it every single week. Yet you have Kyle Uzcheck and so many other players, but Kyle Uzcheck, who's a Harvard graduate, mm-hmm. say, "Yeah, we never talked about him. We didn't know the rules of overtime. What do? We, what? Yeah, you don't know the rules of overtime and how it's different in the playoffs, and you have two mm-hmm. weeks leading up to this game. Like, I don't think that was Kyle Uzcheck not listening." Kyle Shanahan never went over this.
2: No, he definitely didn't. I got to be honest, though. I didn't know the rules either. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. but that's yeah.
3: okay. You weren't sitting in meetings for <laughs> exactly. the past six months. Exactly,
2: And we won ours fair out. We didn't have to go over to time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, but that's crazy. But if if he had knowledge of it and then you want to toss, you have to go second. You got to see what they do and then you can follow it up. Because then you can know if you need to go forward on fourth down instead of trying to kick the field goal. Like It's just so many more options. Yeah, but I go the other
1: way, though, because if you tie on those first... Like you both get a field goal, both get a touchdown, then you get the ball because at that point it is sudden death. And so that's why I would have chosen to go first because if like, if I'm the Niners, we go down, kick a field goal, they go down, kick a field goal,
2: but by game, we get the ball. But you don't know what, you don't know Andy Reid's mindset and you don't know if it's It's fourth fourth and one, fourth and three. Andy's like, F it. I don't want to go back to back. Like, totally go for it. We're going to win this game or we're going to lose this game. Like. That way, I feel like you don't control the destiny of the game anymore. And and
3: also, I mean, on that fourth down, when the Chiefs went for it from, what, their own 40? Yeah. If they got the ball first, they very much might just punt it away. Exactly. In in order to force the Niners to have the ball on their own 10 and have to go 90 yards or, I guess, get a field goal there. But in that case, they knew the entire time. We're going for it because we we simply have have to. to. (laughs) And then also, Henry, where I disagree with you is... It, and, and you've said it multiple times already today. It's Patrick Mahomes. If oh, yeah. He, it doesn't matter what they choose. got the ball hand, you're probably not going to see that third possession. Well, you know, if it, you get the touchdown, then you do. Uh, maybe not, though. Because do you think Andy oh, Reid, if they get a touchdown? I mean, you it's got the possible. ball, Patrick Mahomes' hands, ball on the two-yard line. Don't you think Andy Reid, and let's say the 49ers get a touchdown, mm-hmm. kick the extra point, so they're up seven. The Chiefs have to get a touchdown. Chiefs get the touchdown. I have to imagine Andy Reid saying, instead of giving the ball back and then it is sudden death,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm going to give Patrick Mahomes the ball on the yeah. two-yard mm-hmm. line and give him one opportunity to win the game right here. Yeah, so you- I don't think regardless you're seeing the ball back.
2: Yeah, you have so many options if you're the second team. And they're probably running the same exact play they ran to win the game. Like, And they're going to get it, and they're going to win anyway. So, yeah, I think I think you have to go second. Just like... You have to go second for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean they were gonna lose either way. It really doesn't matter. (laughs) Like, like I, I, there's it. They weren't gonna win that game. I I, when I was sitting there, like I was thinking I would definitely take the ball first. Everyone on Twitter said no. I, it is what it is. I I don't don't know.
2: know. I think it was closer than. I mean they were. It was nineteen nineteen. You know they had to go into halftime. It was a close game. Yeah. Yes, they had ways to you know put it away, but I don't know. I I think be. I never felt like the momentum was so one way for the chiefs it was all 49ers and then kind of went back and forth a little Mm -hmm. bit but it never was just like the chiefs had the momentum and they've you know made this big swing and now they're going to take advantage of the game it wasn't like that until Mm -hmm. that uh overtime drive that's that's the first time i felt like the chiefs are in control and they're making it happen
1: my thing is i just expect it though is like when it comes down to it like they can go get the touchdown they have no issue going and getting the touchdown like, even if they haven't done it all game, like, I. R- Russell Wilson does that, you know? We saw that in Denver all year. Like, two minute drill. Russell Wilson's going to find a way to go get points. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes. Like, I get that they didn't really have anything going the whole time, but I, I don't know. I, the whole time I'm just sitting there thinking, like, ah, right, here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. It's the same thing with, like, Brady at the end of those games. It's like, yep, two minutes left, down three we know what happens
3: and then after the game we have to listen to patrick mahomes say the chiefs are never underdogs and sure enough i guess he was right about that but are they being underdogs again because over at bet 365 right now i mentioned to you guys this before the show the early 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 regular win season total is out for the 49ers and the chiefs a little super bowl special i guess that's what you get When you make the Super Bowl is you get your win totals put up first. Guess whose win total for next year is set higher. The Chiefs or the 49ers? 49ers. The 49ers are set at 11 and a half wins. (laughs) The Chiefs are set at 10 and a half wins.
2: That's crazy.
3: Like if if you just if you want to make money, you take the over on the Chiefs. The worst Patrick Mahomes has ever been is this year at 11 and 6. That's what they're saying they might not do this coming year. I actually like the 49ers. They're a really good football team. They're going to hit the over, too. Uh, And so you can already get in on NFL futures for next year over at our our friends with Bet365. But they've also got draft odds out. You can pick um, which team is going to uh, pick certain players. In fact, right now over at Bet365, you know who is the favorite to draft Bo Nix?
2: The Broncos
3: the Denver Broncos, plus 250. They're saying Mm. it's pretty darn likely the Bo Nix is a Broncos' next quarterback, and there are so many fun odds over at Bet365. Scan the QR code on our screen to download the app or use the code DNVR365 over at Bet365 where if you place a $5 bet, they're going to give you $150 in bonus bets instantly, or you can get a first bet safety net offer up to $2,000. If that bet loses, you'll get that refunded into bonus bets up to $2,000. So check them out. Bet365. Use that code DNVR365 and it's more than just football you can get it on hockey basketball baseball is actually coming up too so check them out dnvr 365 must be 21 years old or physically located in colorado please gamble responsibly. if you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help call or text 1-800 gambler
2: and shout out to our friends over at circle k we have some phenomenal snacks behind me you can't go wrong And if you want to be a part of their inner circle which is their free membership you can download the inner circle app or use the qr code on our screen Use your email and phone number, and you'll be fully enrolled. Great thing about them is there's tons of perks. The first five fill-ups of gas are 25 off a gallon. Uh, The first five Polar Pops are free. Every six free on several items, such as a pizza, roller grill, uh, dispensed beverages, donuts, and more. You can sign up with the QR code or visit www.circlek.com forward slash inner circle. For more information, you can get a free any size polar pop from Colorado Circle K by texting DNVR to 31310. That's DNVR, and the number is 31310.
3: I mean, there were so many. To, I just, well, the more I think about this game, the more frustrated I get because uh, the Chiefs, when they finally get something going mm-hmm. in the game, Pacheco fumbles mm-hmm. in the red zone. Travis Kelsey, that's right when he bumps into to Andy Reid, he just starts losing it. And then the 49ers aren't able to capitalize on it. The Chiefs then, uh, right before half, get down to what, like the five-yard line and aren't able to get a touchdown. So it's 10-3 going into half. And you're like, it's not ideal because the Chiefs get the ball coming out of half, mm-hmm. but they're not going to be up yep. after that. The, the worst case, it's a tie game. And then coming out of the, the second half, Patrick Mahomes throws up like the biggest duck interception ever Mm -hmm. and it's like okay that's exactly what the 49ers needed not just to stop they still have the lead but now they have the ball in the Chiefs uh, territory (laughs) and then they end up punting and Mm -hmm. they don't get anything out of it and it was just like man they had so many opportunities to end the game and when you don't end it against Patrick Mahomes against the Peyton Manning against the Tom Brady and you let the elite quarterbacks just stay in it the game's just going to be, it, you just run out of opportunities to close teams out, and the great quarterbacks are just going to always capitalize on that.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like having like a great boxer on the ropes. Um, they're comfortable there. Mm. And if they dodge mm-hmm. enough punches, I think eventually you get tired and you get hit with one, and it kind of changes the momentum, even if you had them back into a corner. And that's kind of how the Chiefs are and how they were yesterday. Uh, you had them on the ropes. You didn't get the knockout. You didn't even mm-hmm. get a knockdown, really. Um, they just kind of stayed in it and kept finding a way. And with that team, they've been through a lot. Like, they battled through adversity before. They were never shook. They weren't going to get shook. So, you know, it's one of those things, like, you got to really win to beat the Chiefs because, cause one, they're always going to be in it. But, two, um, the officials are always are going to give them, like, extra calls and extra mm-hmm. love. So, you got to, like, win by – 20 to win by two, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just didn't feel like they took advantage of the opportunities. They were definitely definitely there. They just couldn't finish it off.
3: Man, and Greenlaw, have you ever seen an injury like no.
2: that? No. Oh, Coming off the sideline? Yeah. that was a huge loss. I feel like that's what got Travis Kelsey started mm-hmm. with those little out routes, quick routes mm-hmm. like he wouldn't have been able to complete those or hadn't in t- uh, up until that point. Uh, that was a huge loss for them.
3: In the first half, Travis Kelsey had one receiving yard. Mm-hmm. In the second, for one one catch, one receiving yard. In the second half, when Greenlaw was out, eight catches for 92 yards. And yeah.
1: overtime, right?
3: Yes, yeah. and, and and overtime. Um, and with Rasheed Rice really being the only true receiver that the Chiefs have, you they had to have mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. The Chiefs had mm-hmm. to have Travis Kelsey. And when they came back from commercial break, and that's how we found out about the Greenlaw injury, was they were like, You wouldn't believe what happened, and they showed the guys running onto mm-hmm. the field before Greenlaw went down. I thought, like, you gotta be kidding me. This is like a a, a flag from yeah. the sideline mm-hmm. running out too early. Um, and it was way worse than that. I feel so bad for Greenlaw because now it impacts next year, maybe like all of next year as well. But he was playing with his head on his hair on fire. Yeah, he was. Uh, that forty ers defense came to play in the first half, and when he went out, it like it, it's like it took everything out of it. Yeah,
2: yeah it took like the air out the defense. Like you can tell, like, you know, he's a great player, but he's also like an, one of the emotional leaders. Yeah, I think he gets them going, and you know, really has great energy, an amazing story to be at that level. Like he has, he plays with a lot of uh, energy and intention. I think. They were definitely missing him. I think with him in the game, it doesn't go down like this. I think the Chiefs lose.
1: Yeah. It was a weird game, though, because both defense, so nobody could run the ball at all. It got to the point where the 49ers just quit trying because they just couldn't get anything going on the ground. And even in the passing game, like, it wasn't great, but there were just so many big plays. Like they were hitting guys. Uh, Michael Hartman had the 52 yarder. Uh, Justin Watson had like the one that set up the setup points. Um, on the other side, Christian McCaffrey had like the catcher run. The uh, fullback, uh, Kyle Yuschek, had like the early one. Mm-hmm. So it was all like kind of chunk pass plays that set everything up, which is just. I don't know. There wasn't much of a rhythm to the game. It just felt like kind of yeah. random where nothing was happening. nothing was happening. It's like, oh, all of a sudden, like big play here. And mm-hmm. so everything changes.
3: Yeah. Would Juwan Jennings have been the Super Bowl MVP if the 49ers win that game? Him Maybe or McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Yeah. McCaffrey. Even with yeah. Juwan having a passing touchdown and a receiving touchdown? Yeah, yeah but, but, a touchdown, but then McCaffrey is the one that ran it all the way in. 30 yeah. touches. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that would have been he the bet. Would, that was he had 80 rushing, right? 80 rushing, 80 and, receiving. And 80
2: receiving. He's the first player to do that, I think. He Is did. he? Yeah.
3: Man, would have been the first running back as a Super Bowl MVP since Terrell Davis. Let's yeah. see. So Terrell Davis got his uh, flowers yesterday. They mentioned him multiple times on the broadcast. About time. Man, it was supposed it was supposed to be uh, like the Denver 49ers uh-huh. winning the Super Bowl.
1: And instead, yeah. it turned
3: out the opposite. Yeah, I'm. They said it all last week. So now, the reality. Well, I want to ask you: Are the Chiefs a dynasty?
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah, three. Was it three rings in four years? Five years. Yeah, five, yeah.
1: And this got be. This has to be the best five year stretch anybody's ever had, right? I mean, because three Super Bowl wins, another Super Bowl appearance, and a conference championship appearance. I don't think anybody can top that. Ever? Ever, cool. yeah. It might
3: be. You're right. I'll, I'll and, I mean, you guys are right. That's the unfortunate reality. Mm-hmm. That the Broncos, the Chargers, the Raiders, the rest of the AFC, the rest of the NFL is dealing with. Is <laughs> You can't sugarcoat this. The, everyone is dealing with the Chiefs being a dynasty mm-hmm. right now. And uh, what sucks is two years ago, the Chiefs traded Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be like. The end of it. Yeah, it was supposed to be like, okay, the the, tree, the Chiefs aren't rebuilding, of course, but they're, they're reloading. Yeah. It's kind of when you take a little bit of a step back in order to be better for the long run. And they just went and won back-to-back Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. It's the first time in, what, 20 years since Tom Brady yeah. was able to do it. And so that's just the reality. And you have to accept that in order to move on. if you're just going to put blinders on and pretend yeah. like this isn't happening in the NFL, the lions should care about this the 49ers should care about NFC teams should care about this, mm-hmm. but especially teams in the same conference, especially teams with within the same division, have to care about this
2: for sure, and that's why I'm glad kind of the division is getting tougher. I know it's going to be tougher from the Broncos, but hopefully it's tougher from the chiefs too mm-hmm. hopefully they have to battle through some more adversity playing really good teams and against good competition. So I think it for a couple of years they had a easier road to the playoffs and I think there was a similar with, you know, the mm-hmm. Patriots winning all those Super Bowls like the division wasn't coming for them. They didn't have to worry about anybody in their division so uh they were more well rested. Hopefully they're not as energized mm-hmm. the next couple of years.
3: Really quick, you yeah, Here, keep keep that uh chat for later too. I want to I want to circle back to that. Cool. I saw real quick the, whole, the Patriots can match what yep. the Chiefs have done. They're the only team. Yeah. 2014, 15, 16, 17, and 18 were like the years that they were like the most elite. And yep. it was like a similar stretch. <laughs> exactly same thing. the same. Yeah.
1: Three Super Bowl wins, lost a Super Bowl, and lost a conference championship. But that's the only one. 49ers wound up, I think they had four Super Bowls in six years, but then the five year stretch isn't as good. And the Steelers didn't do it. Cowboys didn't do it. And I don't even think anybody else would have a chance. Maybe hey, the Broncos. They had two, but they never got like a third in there, you know? But how,
2: how many didn't John have like five Super Bowl appearances? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: But spread out over 17, not 17 years. That's how long he played, 16 years. But mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know when he made his first couple years into the league.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: The Chiefs are good. So what's the best way for the Broncos to approach this? I mean, it's, it's uh, a dark day. Yeah. It's a dark day, and. Uh, now the Broncos, did I, I, let's start here. Does yesterday, the Chiefs winning, change the way the Broncos approach building their team?
2: No, no I think you got to build um, a good team. And then when the time is right, you go get your quarterback. Um, that's if we want to win long term. I think Patrick Mahomes came into a great situation. And I think he was able to thrive off the, winning culture that was already there with the chiefs and then build his own legacy because of how talented he is um i think we're missing a lot of pieces that can make us a championship caliber team along with the quarterback Mm -hmm. but maybe you build that winning culture have some guys that are fighters at quarterback (laughs) and then eventually once it's time and you know you know this is the guy then you trade up you get him to go along with the team that you have yeah i
1: The way I see it, so Mahomes probably plays another 10 years. He's 28. And so, like, the first piece of the plan is, like, make sure you're good 11 years from now. But that's not really something you have to worry about right now. Like, that's a problem you worry about, like, four years from now, five years from now. Sean Payton's not worrying about that. Oh, Sean Payton shouldn't. Right. Or he can't. But, like, if you were just, like, if you're the Penners, that's what you worry about is... Number 1, you got to be good 11 years from now because that's when everything opens up. But obviously that you just don't worry about that in like 5 years. Um, for now, you just find a way to to do you you need to find a way to compete with Patrick Mahomes. And that's not an easy thing to do, and so you 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 kind of have to just do something crazy. Like you have to find a way to like get you a guy who's just as good as Patrick Mahomes or at least close enough. And and I don't know I don't know how you do that. Like you could convince me that like, you just trade everything you have for Caleb Williams, you know, your three first Sertan, a second, whatever, and see if he just all of a sudden is just crazy enough that he's as good as Mahomes, And in a few years you can build that team around him enough that you can compete. Um, and if it doesn't work out, then, you know, four years from now you replace him and that's when you get your picks back and you kind of start over and maybe you start building more for the future at that point. But I don't know. Like, Tom Brady lost his division once in his career. Like that's just kind of what you're looking at is there might be a couple opportunities where you don't need to just have like some superstar savior over the next decade, but there won't be many of them. And you're going to be competing with, you know, the chargers and all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, there isn't like an obvious answer. I don't think like there's nothing you can do that just solves the problem. But I don't know. I think the question, like, Imagine, imagine if the Broncos could say like, we'll just take like a $50 million dead cap hit every year, just to get Mahomes out. Like that might even be worth it for them. Just to say like this, we at least have like a path to a division championship. Like, it's just kind of weird to think about how challenging it is to be in that division because I mean, you look back like the jets and the dolphins and the bills when the Patriots had Brady, none of them were any good, but. I have a feeling that if Brady wasn't there, there'd be a couple years where you're like, hey, they're actually pretty solid. Like, they had a chance. But it just doesn't work that way when you've got somebody like that. Like, I don't even know who else was in Joe Montana's division, but it's probably the same thing. Or, like, uh, I guess. Cowboys during their glory days. That was Joe Gibbs also. They're, so they had a couple, super, three Super Bowls. But I mean, when Peyton tough. was
3: here, I'm sure uh, the other teams in mm-hmm. the AFC West would have given up some dead cap oh, yeah. in order to make sure that Peyton wasn't in the division. Maybe actually in 2015 would be the only year, funny enough, mm-hmm. that they'd be like, no, we'll keep you our keep money, play, and yeah, you yeah. can keep Peyton. Nine <laughs> yeah. touchdowns, 17 interceptions. That's still just the craziest stat ever. I think where the Broncos need to start is turning to our friends over at Factor Meal Kits to get Mm. the best meals, because if you want delicious, if you want nutritious, if you want healthy, and if you want convenience, Factor Meal Kits is going to provide that for you. Meals arrive every single Tuesday straight to your door, and you don't just get meals. You can get breakfast, you can get smoothies, you can get added benefits. They've got so many things over at Factor that you need to get in on. It's also affordable, especially Actually, if you use the code DNVR Broncos50 over at factormeals.com slash DNVR Broncos50, it's gonna get you 50% off. There's no prep, there's no mess. Factor meals are 100 percent ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. So check out our friends over at factormeals.com slash DNVR Broncos50. Go check
1: out Empire today as well. Um I on this floor, I think I actually said this during one of these reads, it got all scratched up. Like we redid the studio like a year ago or like year and a half ago or something like that and put in like this floor and at the time everybody's like okay no dragging the furniture on the floor and hindsight it's like well of course somebody's gonna drag the furniture on the floor we're moving around four or five times
3: a day that lasted I think that rule lasted a day.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then there's just scratches all over the floor. <laughs> so point is, we've reached out to Empire and yeah. I the, the rumor is we're gonna be getting some nice floors. Mm. I would vote like carpet, maybe have something scratch free. Mm. I'm not really sure. I'm but sure like they've we got did, it. They, we have to put it. like little pads underneath the furniture so it doesn't I think scratch we when you did do that. We didn't. Trust me, we didn't. <laughs> uh, I know that for yeah. a fact. Yeah. Well, point is this time around we're gonna pay more attention to those floors, or at least if i was in charge we would um and we're gonna make sure <laughs> that they're nice and sharp um Empire's awesome they've been making people floors for forever um their jingle is obviously like one of the classics what is um, it let me hear it i'm not much of a singer <laughs> um so yeah so, oh, so instead of like lame. shopping they'll, they'll, they'll they've got like the app so you can see like virtually how the floors will look um they have their warranties if there's an issue just call them up um a whole bunch of awesome perks Um, So schedule a free in-home estimate today. Just for listening to this podcast, you can get $350 off um, if you use the code DNVR. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash DNVR for details.
3: All right. So I uh, agree with both of you, but I think it is very clear the path the Broncos have to take moving forward in order to combat this Chiefs dynasty. And it is do anything and everything to go get that guy at quarterback. But it doesn't mean the Broncos are in no rush. So you don't have to, if, if you're not 100% sold on Caleb Williams, if you're not 100% sold on Drake May uh, or Jaden Daniels or Bo Nix or Kirk Cousins or Justin Fields, any of the guys that could possibly be available, you aren't in a rush, as, as Henry said. You're with Mahomes for the next mm-hmm. decade. So there's no reason to go all in this year. The Broncos can't go all in mm-hmm. this year. They mm-hmm. because they're literally going to make a decision to move on from Russ, which will prevent them from going all in. In fact, they have to pay. It's the complete opposite of going all in. They're going all in to kick Russ to the curb this year, not to win games this year. But if it is Caleb Williams, you do everything you can to try to get him, to try to convince the Bears. And yes, everything you can to try to go get him but if it's not this year then for this year you build the team around the quarterback unfortunately i hate 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 this we have a stopgap quarterback maybe it's gardner Minshew, who wouldn't be the worst idea possibility he can get you to the playoffs this year he almost did it with the colts um if it is just taking michael Penix, bo nicks jj mccarthy that you're not sold on but they're not going to cost you everything to get, and you can move on from them next year or in two years if needed. If it's Arch Manning in 2026, you identify him as the guy right now, and you kind of have some stopgaps in between, you do whatever you have to do to get the guy. Because Patrick Mahomes is 14-3 and Mm -hmm. in the playoffs. You know his three losses, who they were to in the playoffs? Tom Brady. Joe Burrow. Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, and don't think too hard. No, that's impossible for him. Wow! <laughs> uh, they they
1: didn't <laughs> lose one to the Bills in playoffs. No, no,
3: no, no. Having lost loss to Josh Allen, so one loss to Tom Brady, that one loss Bowl. to Joe Burrow.
2: One, one loss Tom Brady was Super Bowl. Yep. One loss to Joe Burrow that was a conference championship.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep.
3: yep. So we've been conference yeah, championship it Tom before Brady that. again? Because Tom Brady. Exactly. Oh, okay. yep. yeah. Exactly. That yep. was Tom, or that was Patrick So Palm's We said Tom first... Brady.
2: That
1: should have
3: been. We did say Tom Brady. We said Tom Brady, we <laughs> said Tom <laughs> Brady yeah. two put two fingers. I told, I told, yeah, we I told you said not it. to think too hard. <laughs> that's thinking extra hard. So uh-huh. it's Tom, it's Tom Brady. It's it's the it's the goat. Yep. Um the, the unquestioned goat, he has two of his losses too. And the other one is Joe Burrow the dude. hmm Yeah. yeah. He, he's he's the dude. I mean, he's as good as you can be without being Patrick Mahomes or Tom yeah. Brady. like He is arguably the second-best quarterback in the NFL. Maybe now with Lamar having two MVPs and having the season he had and Joe Burrow getting hurt, he's the third best. I mean, he's, he's unquestioned in top five. But in Cincinnati, is he, is he the guy? Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. So that's how you beat Patrick Mahomes. Isn't by doing what the 49ers have done and built up – They have like seven or eight first-team all-pros on that 49ers team and then got so lucky with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is a great quarterback, but he's not the dude yet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's He's a really good quarterback. 31 touchdowns, Mm -hmm. eight interceptions, as we learned this year from from Russell Wilson. Numbers aren't everything, but he's a good quarterback. But what I'm saying is he's not that guy, Mm -hmm. and you needed that guy in order to maybe score a touchdown in overtime instead of just get three points. So for me, it's so clear that that's what you have to do. But you're not in a rush to do it. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to sell your soul this year just to try to get someone that you're not 100% sold on. And it pains me so much to say, because Todd, you played through it. Henry and I, and you here, and Broncos country have watched it. I don't want the Joe Flaccos of the world. I don't want the Case Keenoms of the world. I don't want the Paxton Lynches of the world. But you might have to go through that this year or next year until you identify that guy. But at some point, you have to make that move. Whether it's a $60 million quarterback in free agency, whether it's a massive trade to get a quarterback or to trade up in a draft for a quarterback, you have to get that dude. That's that's the way to beat Patrick Mahomes. Real quick, just, but isn't that
1: what Todd said? Like Alex Smith created that culture, and Mahomes just popped right in. You need a
3: stopgap. Yeah, it, it you you can have a stopgap. I um,
2: I just don't know if that's the mentality for the team. I think that whether you're George Payton, Sean Payton, everybody wants to win now. I think. George Payton is looking at a situation where he feels like he may not be here forever. So he wants Mm -hmm. to put together the best team to win now. Sean Payton definitely doesn't want to wait. I think that's the best move for the team. I just think it's like a weird dynamic with having all the dead cap. The message is we want to win now, so we need money to do that. But then also, it's probably not best for the team to try and push to win now. Mm -hmm. But it seems like that's their... Intentions.
3: 100%. It's, it comes from the owner, too. Yeah. The owner said after the season, he came out and said, Broncos country, we are just as impatient as you to yep. win. We want to win right now. Yet then they're going to go out. So I agree with you. George Payton, Sean Payton, and the owner are all aligned. We want to do everything we can to win this year. Mm-hmm. Yet with their actions, the first move they're likely going to make is making it so much more difficult yep. for them to win this year. Yep. Like things are not going to add up. Unless I guess they're able to get Russ to take a restructure, take a pay cut. Um, I think what's, if Russ comes back, I think what's most likely to happen is it's a restructure by kicking that 2025 guarantee Till next year so it's really just one more year mm-hmm. that's probably the most win now move that the broncos could make yeah is by only having anywhere, russ but... is is exactly paying russ mm-hmm. all the money he's gonna get this year there's no pay cut there but what you get is just a one-year thing with mm-hmm. russ instead of having a two-year commitment for him that's their best option for me because then you can build up more around russ this year and, and build the team more and not have that two-year commitment to him
2: yeah i agree because i mean we're just not in a position to really build with the right quarterback and and some pieces. Like I'm, I was looking at salary caps yesterday, and to see that the Houston Texans have almost eighty million dollars in crazy? salary cap. Plus, they have Imagine their quarterback that. in the future. They have their wide receivers mm-hmm. for next year. They have uh, O linemen They have outside linebackers. They have corn. Like
3: yeah,
2: it's crazy. What are you even gonna buy with eighty million? You <laughs> might as well yeah. just go get Chris Jones, exactly. and then you guys go to the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, like, Chris Jones.
3: Like, Pocket, it, like, pocket the extra
2: money. And get him would... out
3: of the AFC West, please. please like it would yeah. stink that yeah. he's still in the AFC, but get him out of the West. Maybe I mean, you do was... a
2: little
1: Tom uh, Gronk thing where you trade for uh, Travis Kelsey and you get Chris Jones with that money. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. and you're really built for the future. <laughs>
0: They're
1: yeah. gonna be crazy. Oh. But then, like, as much as it seems like the Chiefs are like, just going to win for forever. Like there's a chance Andy Reid retires, there's a chance Mm. Travis Kelsey retires. But the big one, like you said, Chris Jones, he's a free agent. And while it seems like one player can't make that big of a difference, he was the guy in Brian Purdy's face on that fourth down that made them have to kick a field goal. So like without him, who knows how that goes.
2: Yeah. It makes a huge difference.
1: It yeah. And, you know, they also aren't spending that thirty million dollars on him. They get to spend it wherever else and who knows how it all plays out, but Hopefully he leaves. It would be nice to have him out of the division.
3: It would be so nice to have him out of the division. Obviously, betting odds um, is purely just how the public is viewing things. But right now, um, the betting odds, who do you think the favorite is to land Chris Jones? Uh, Who do you think the two favorites are? One of them's a heavy favorite Hmm. for Chris Jones' next team. You might have had Dallas. Don't overthink it. Yep, they're number two. Texans number two. Yeah, but the heavy favorite is the Chiefs. Of course, to stay. How? What is their What is their financial situation like? I think they've got twenty three million in space. Well, that's Chris Jones. Plus, you have to open up other room in Mm -hmm. order to keep him, Let alone build your team around him.
1: But that's one of those things where it's like finding ten million bucks is easy. Finding twenty million bucks is like sneaky kind of easy, but down the road, you might not like it. Like, if they restructure a couple things, like, you can do a couple things a year and be fine. It's just when you have to clear, like, $30 million in space, shout out the Broncos, or $40 million, where then all of a sudden you're kind of...
3: You're, you're, you won't get to do that every year. Yeah, so the Chiefs Dang. minus 175. The Texans, number two, plus 750. You then you it. have the Bears and the Lions there. Let them go to Chicago. Let them go to Detroit. Let's just yeah. get Chris out of the AFC.
2: I, f- I wonder how he feels, too. Like... Cause I think it's two trains of thoughts in the NFL. Like you either want your money or you want rings. Mm -hmm. And then when you're going up for contracts, like that's the two thoughts. Now he has three. And it's like, (laughs) cause you know what I'm saying? He's going to get a lot of money Uh and a lot of money up front. If he goes to the Texans, is he like, you know, we had a great run, got three rings, Mm -hmm. hall of fame, secure. Like now I want the bag. That would be my thought process. Yep. But I don't know what he's what he's thinking. Well, it
1: might be one of those where they see like Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, sit down and say like, hey, we got one more run in us. Come back. You'll you'll still get your like 20 million dollars. We just can't do 30 million this year. Like do one more year. We'll retire. Then you can go get one more deal
3: after that. And I could see that happening. But I just look at Chris Jones' actions. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: He He
3: missed week one last year because he wanted the bag so much. And so what did he do? The Chiefs said, like, we can't pay you a big contract. So we're just going to up you for this year. So they just signed not even a full one-year deal because he missed week one. Mm -hmm. And so he was so adamant about getting the money. that, But he knew he was stuck with the Chiefs. The Chiefs Mm -hmm. weren't going to trade him week one. So he knew he was stuck with the Chiefs. So he came back for one year. So I think there is hope. That he does say, no, I want the money. I wanted it last year. I want it this year. Yep. And I just won another championship. Like, I did what I wanted to do this year. Yep. So I- I'm surprised that the odds are that favored toward the Chiefs since we saw it. But you're also right. Like, last night, Andy Reid made it seem like he is very much going to come back this year. Travis Kelsey was non-committal, But no team has ever gone back to back to back, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: No, Only a couple so. of teams Never. have gone
3: back to back. The Broncos being one of them. Mm-hmm. But we also saw John stepped away. John yep. retired when he had the opportunity to go back to back to back. Yep. So it wouldn't be the craziest thing for Patrick or, or for Travis Kelsey and or Andy Reid to retire now. But there is also that allure, like, man, we can be the first team to ever do this. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not the case, and I hope Chris Jones leaves because he is such a key part of that defense. And like you said, Henry, that I mean, they they had a touchdown. If Chris Jones isn't yep. right there in his face,
1: yep, like it, it's, <sighs> it is what it is. Like they're just they're gonna be really good. The Broncos just need to, again, like eleven years from now, Broncos need to be ready. Like that's when you need to be like set <laughs> and ready too to long. go. It's, too it's long. a truth. like that's that's the thing. And then until then, like if you can find a way to
2: do something crazy, he's not coaching for eleven years. <laughs> no, he's not. But so. like
1: Mahomes is gonna be playing, and we'll we'll find out in like five years at, at max, like. What is Mahomes without Andy Reid? I don't know. He you, Zach good. was saying like he didn't like the play calling early though. So like I, you in, in even, the first half, I did not. St- I don't know. It seems like whenever we've had the like uh, quarterback or coach, like which one's? It's always the quarterback who's been the the more impactful. 100%. I guess you look at the Packers with Matt Lafleur. That might be a stretch, but I don't know. And, Mike, McC- Mike McCarthy actually did pretty well too.
3: You can have great coaching. Eh, you can right, have great yeah. coaching, but when it comes down to would. Uh, I'd rather have Andy Reid next year mm-hmm. on a neutral team, or the Broncos, um, or uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's easy. Yeah. Every yeah. single team is, is going to take, even Joe Burrow, the great Joe Burrow. Yeah. It, you're going to take Patrick Mahomes over Andy Reid, without a doubt.
1: Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. you know, I've what, seen some people saying Herbert's better than Burrow, and I'm kind of getting convinced. Because all he has is that one get, playoff. But that's not a conversation for now. How I many mean, playoff runs does Herbert have? That's what we're thing, going though. based off he of. He has but, a, ex- one
3: playoff appearance, and it was it was, a was, a was it the biggest? Oh, yeah. Was it the biggest blown loss in playoff history as yeah. well? Yeah. Yeah. To, to but, a guy that you have knocked down a lot this year, fair Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I mean, he, Trevor Lawrence hasn't lived up to that. Generational but that's kind of where I'm at right now.
1: Where it's like when you talk about good quarterbacks, and I felt like. It's Mahomes and Lamar. Mahomes above Lamar, of course. But then after that, like Josh Allen is probably like in a next tier of his own. There's no, like Joe
3: Burrow's with Josh Allen. You for think sure. so? Yeah. Joe Joe Burrow does get hurt more, which is obviously yeah, a concern. I don't but worry about that. I would take Joe Burrow over Josh Allen.
2: Yeah, he's been to the he's been okay. to Super Bowl. He's beat Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Josh not Allen hasn't done that. And I think Josh Allen's a good quarterback. He just makes yeah. too many mistakes. He does. He takes too many chances. I think that's gonna be his his downfall like Patrick besides that interception um, he's been like flawless through the whole playoff run and that's yeah.
1: like an interception you live with too like so yeah like the, like you're, you're stepping up in the pocket like you're on the run and it sails on you. like what do you want him to do like never throw that pass like those are the sorts of passes that make him Patrick Mahomes like it's not an easy thing to do like but if you're going to be trying to do crazy stuff like a couple of them aren't going to go great yeah. I thought
3: that could have ended the game It was Mm 10-3 at that point. That was such a weird throw. Just throw it. I didn't understand what happened there. It seemed like it really sailed on him. If the, no, obviously it's a big ass, but 49ers get a touchdown there. 17-3, obviously Mm -hmm. so much time left in the game. The game's not truly over, but come on. It really would have felt like it. Or you just get a field goal there. You get 10 yards as an offense, Mm -hmm. and then you kick a field goal. Oh, how about that too? 55-yarder field yep. goal to set the record then what a 57 mm-hmm. to top to break, it right yeah. there man and then the miss extra point point. Mm-hmm. and they put that all on moody jay feely was saying it was just a, a bad kick
2: moody was <laughs> booty <laughs>
1: i know i couldn't believe he made those other two both of them i was just sitting there thinking like oh god he's oh, gonna he's sure. gonna miss this one
3: even like at the end of the game yep. to tie it, to go 19-19 to force overtime, mm-hmm. I for sure thought he was going to miss the chip shot.
1: Herbert and Burrow both have one Pro Bowl. Pretty crazy. Like You would think both of them have multiple, just given the way people talk about
3: them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I think you're... I do see your point, though, Henry, of like, there's an elite tier of quarterback, and that's uh, Mahomes. Then there's yeah. the tier right under... Um, we're like, Lamar. <laughs> we're like elite, but
2: Aaron Rodgers.
3: Yeah, you're probably right. Aaron uh, Rodgers, healthy. Healthy, yeah, no, right. the- but I think you're right. Um, so yeah, yeah m- win healthy, which mm-hmm. is a big if now that he's like 47 years old. But yeah, it, and then there's another gap of like extremely talented guys that could absolutely make a Super Bowl mm-hmm. run, mm-hmm. but just haven't really done it yet. What about Hurts? Where does Hurts land in all this? He's probably in that third tier with, he might be at the top of the third tier. No, he's probably right there with Joe Burrow and with uh, Josh Allen, probably above Josh Allen, but in that tier.
2: Mm -hmm. CJ Stroud.
3: Yep, CJ Stroud's right there. I don't even know if Herbert's in that tier, though. He might be like the next tier under. Like same as I mean, same talent, but like talent, but not on, the You wins. haven't even like yeah. won a playoff game. Also yet. Also,
1: didn't have Jamar Chase and that whole squad. Like that was an insanely talented team. Also, especially You're talking offensively,
3: about Justin Herbert. That's had Mike Williams a twenty mm-hmm. million. But how often receiver. has he had Mike Williams? Um, Keenan Allen. He's always hurt. But, uh, Keenan uh, Allen, a really also good hurt. receiver. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. Yeah. Um, they've had dudes on defense too.
1: But, I mean, not like, not like the Bengals have, I don't think. Like, I just look at Jamar Chase, and none of those guys compare. Like T. Higgins, like the, the whole squad over there. Neither is an all-pro.
3: Um, but, but, I mean, Lamar Jackson yeah. hasn't had a Jamar Chase yeah. as his wide receiver.
1: And he's an MVP.
3: Like, I right. know Lamar yeah, is
1: up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. It's Man. Lamar, and it's Mahomes right now. mean Aaron Rodgers, too, I guess, mm-hmm. if he's still Aaron Rodgers.
3: That kind of gives me...
1: Hope, though, except but again, it's all about divisions in the NFL. Like you got to win your division like in Denver. It's different. Like in Denver, if they go to the playoffs, awesome season. If they win a playoff game, even better. Like that's all possible from a wild card spot. Like it's all very possible. And right now, like that's like the idea that you have to be worried about Mahomes. Mahomes is in your way to win a Super Bowl. It's like that you are kind of getting ahead of yourself a little bit. If you're a Bronco fan, it just sucks that when you kind of get to that point where that should be the mentality that will be a big hurdle that you have to get over and it's just tough to bet on i'm doing i think we
2: just have to split this split split the series every year if we could do that we're in a good position and then we can find ways to beat other teams like it's not too far stretched to think we can win Mm -hmm. our division if because if we split like we did this year and then Mm -hmm. find ways uh, well we haven't done it but <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like super far-fetched we just gotta get one we gotta get one yep. against it that gotta be the mentality just you don't have to like, win both just win one
1: it just feels like you have to win 12 games to have a shot at the division like it the chiefs are always going to be right there and if it's 12 you probably get the tie whereas like you look at i don't know afc south like how many games did the texans win this year 10 11 like there's there's a bunch of divisions where like 10 gets you deep in the hunt 11 and you should feel really really good about your chances like the idea that you go into the season thinking like okay we gotta get 12 just a tough starting point
3: gosh if you want to win the division and todd you've been saying this since harbaugh was hired in in los angeles and i agree with you when it comes to winning the division you do want the the chargers to be better if Mm -hmm. you want to win the division because then the broncos need to split with the chiefs to knock them down But then the Chargers need to split with the Chiefs to knock the Chiefs down a little bit, too, (laughs) only to win the division. I still hate seeing the Chargers upgrade this offseason because I think it makes a wild card that much tougher. But to your point, yeah, the division, you kind of want to cannibalize itself um, in order to help the Broncos. And uh, I had a very different Super Bowl experience yesterday because we were... uh, just out and about Mm -hmm. all last week. So I just Mm -hmm. sat on my couch, watched the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. just with my wife. Very different Super Bowl experience than usual. And I watched it with Fubo TV, where Mm -hmm. it was 4K. It was awesome. There was no lags. The game was awesome. And if you want to watch the Super Bowl with Fubo, they're going to give you a discount. Probably not the Super Bowl, but if you want to watch the Nuggets win an NBA championship, the Avs win the Stanley Cup this year, you can do that. Through our friends at FuboTV.com slash DNVR. You're going to get 15% off when you use the code DNVR over at FuboTV.com slash DNVR. Everything's streaming now so if you want over 140 live channels of sports, shows, movies, news, and they also have movies that are just uh, not live that you can dial up at any mm-hmm. time, they've got that over at Fubo. Also, when you're traveling, last week we could have dialed up Fubo. Oh, I was on watching any, Fubo. Any device All those box as well. games. Yeah. Yep, yep, you were. So check out our friends over at FuboTV.com slash DNVR. Uh, and you can also get a free trial, too.
2: I was so ready for that read. I was going to talk about how I was traveling. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to pull up my phone. Didn't miss a minute of the game. I brought my Xbox. Stay tuned in. I was
1: watching on the Xbox all week. Damn. Yeah. You have the app on your Xbox? Oh, oh yeah. Smart, I've got the app everywhere.
2: Smart, but nevertheless, check out our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. We had yes. a lot of Breck brew the entire week. Uh, it was a fun week. Had a fun time in Vegas. Um, but if you need to drink some Breck brew because you're sad about the Chiefs winning mm-hmm. or you're hopeful for the Broncos next season... Uh, you probably have more than one brew if that's your mindset. Go to Breckbrew.com for their beer locator so you can find the brew near you. They have tons of great beer that you can try: the Avalanche Amber Ale, the Mile High City, the Broncos Country Pale Ale, which we always keep on set, the Fun Slinger, the Good Company Hard Seltzer, which is phenomenal. You can't go wrong with Breck Brew. Again, check out Breckbrew.com to find the beer. The Brew near you.
3: Man, Broncos Mm -hmm. country is just all over the place right now. And I understand it. Some people are like, move on. We all know what happened in the Super Bowl. And others are like, no, we got to find the path to win. Uh And then you have Jose in the chat. Who's saying he would auction off both of Henry's ACLs to wow. have Logan Wilson? Uh, see, I like,
1: I like where team. he was going. I was like, well, you know what? I give him my ACLs too. And then he said Logan Wilson. I was
3: like, well, come, right. not Logan Wilson. Not that he's not a good player, but come on, They're like, not say, say, say Mahomes, no, say
1: Lamar, like say something
3: like Logan Wilson. Would you auction one ACL off for Logan Wilson? No. Probably an Achilles, I, right? No, no, no,
1: no, no. I, these are all mine for Logan Wilson. No, we got, we got Josie, we got Alex. We're good to go.
3: Well, they don't really have Josie right now. Well, they're going to have Josie, I think. They're going to have Alex. Okay.
1: They're good to to go. They don't need my ACL. Save my ACLs for a
3: better deal. (laughs) Would you do it for uh, Joe Burrow?
1: Uh, that's uh. uh I would. I would. Bro, easy bo- to say when it's not your yeah, ACLs are talking about. Your ACLs. Yeah. I no, give I, I got my ACLs like, <laughs> for a barrel. What like if I honestly? wind up playing like a rec basketball league or like want to in the future? Like that's that's then out of the question probably. Yeah, it like it's not like you're not jumping very high you anyways. The
0: wheelchair league. <laughs> 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 You'd be good. I, I no actually would be better That's all about Touching stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you're not
3: jumping very high anyways. You're good. You don't need them,
1: bro. You wouldn't believe it. the. No, I saw, If I was at a higher point in my life regarding Joe Burrow, then yes. But I, I kind of think he just kind of got a little lucky at one point. Mm. But, so but, but do, that's, a, that's, a, that's not even a thought. I believe. No. Okay. No. Lamar. I'll be limping around the locker room somewhere. Lamar, please answer
3: questions. Just one question. (laughs) He would give you all the answers you need. I'm not giving you my ACLs ACLs today.
1: If you want, it's a dark day. If if you want to talk to me in August about giving up
3: ACLs, I might be willing to do it. Right now, no. I'm I'm not giving up. Would you do it for Holmes? Come on, Henry. Be a team player here. Come on, man. Don't be be selfish. I know. I gotta think like I'm. I'm like my family. Like, could I could I
1: look my cousins in the eye and say like. Sorry, I kept my ACLs. I, like, I couldn't yeah, do no, it. I'd, have to, I'd it have to do it. I'd have to do it. Good, yep.
3: good, <laughs> All right, let's jump into the comment section. We got one on the website coming in from our friend Foco Buff. Foco Buff. Fort Collins, Buffalo. Mm.
1: Yeah. What a twist.
3: Yeah, really, a twist. Yeah. It says, hard not to feel hopeless as a Broncos fan right now. Maybe we'll win another Super Bowl once Mahomes retires. That feels like Henry's energy right there. Yeah. I like, mean, here's it's in 11 a, years.
1: It's just one of those things, like thirty two teams you should win one in every thirty two years if you're like a very average franchise to get one in the next eleven years with Mahomes in there I mean like the the odds are against it the odds are against it, but that does remind me right now you can get the the Broncos at plus a hundred to win or plus a hundred to one odds to win the Super Bowl, which I'm not saying you should bet on the Broncos to win a Super Bowl, but I do know that every year I put in a Broncos Super Bowl bet, and I think there's a lot of fans who do the same thing, it's like oh, why not and and those odds are crazy. Like, there's only a couple teams with worse odds, and I think that this will not be the case over the summer. So if you're going to mm-hmm. do it, jump in now.
3: And what is it? The, uh, I think the, are the 49ers favored to win?
1: Yeah. So I think last plus year the... Five
3: to one? Yeah, 5-1. to one.
1: Last year, Broncos were like 35-1. to one. So 100-1, to one, like, who knows what they do this offseason. They can go get Kale Williams. They can convince Tom Brady to come out of retirement. Probably mm-hmm. just going to wind up with, like, Desmond Ritter or Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi and... But that's not
3: going to make those odds go any lower, so you might as well just jump in. Tom Brady here. Sign me up. And let's <sighs> sign up for the comments. The super chats we got from our friend Blow It All Up. What do you think they want to do? Um, <laughs> says, I would love to build our trenches to counter Mahomes mm-hmm. since we won't find a quarterback to beat them this year or next. San Francisco D was efficient mm. or effective with their four-man rush and put everyone else into coverage slash spy.
1: If you can have a four-man rush, it's good. That's ideal. And if yeah. you have a way to do it, then definitely go do it. But there's, like, what, two, three teams in the league who can rush four and be like, yeah, it's going to work out for us. Yeah. And so, like, when you're starting from the point where the Broncos are right now where you know, you've got some edge rushers who are, like, fun and exciting and could take the next step, but none of them are, you know, Nick Bosa or even, like, Chase Young, you know? So you don't even have, like, one, one of those guys, yeah. I don't think. On the inside, like, Zach Allen, DJ Jones, like, good players – Javon Hargrave is a freak. Like, it's just... It, it's good. Every team wants to do that, and it'd be awesome to do that. I don't know
3: how you do that. Like, you just gotta get lucky. You know how you do that? Well, yes. You, you gotta get lucky. You gotta get the top picks in the yep. draft. But I think for four or five straight years, all the 49ers mm-hmm. did was use their first-round pick yep. on a defensive lineman slash outside linebacker. That That's how they did it. Mm-hmm. Was They used those premium picks. The Broncos have kind of use those premium picks on the guys they have now, like third-round picks, second-round picks. Yes, Nick Benito was their first pick in the draft, but it was a second-round pick. It's not truly those premium picks where the elite edge rushers and defensive linemen go. They go in the top ten.
2: Yeah, and they have a lot of guys that just win one-on-one matchups. So it's tough. You know, If you don't double-team then it's probably going to be a tough down for you. And there's just not enough guys to block all four of those guys. And right now, I don't know if we have one guy that can win a one-on-one matchup consistently. So like you said, Hank, I think not a complete overhaul, but we need a couple more pieces to be able to, be able to do that. When you,
1: uh, when you were talking to DeMarcus, did it sound like he was interested in coming out of retirement?
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't think you can come out of retired if you're in the hall of if you're in the oh, hall. Oh right?
3: yeah, that would be a twist. That would be a twist. Yeah, sure. no players There's done. No it way, because you've yeah. been retired for five years. Yeah.
2: There's no way anybody's done it. Maybe come back and coach, but no, Tom, I don't think yeah. can do
3: that. Tom Brady's not in the Hall of Fame yet, so maybe mm. they can convince him. <laughs> uh, they already threw him a party. He can't do it anymore. Yeah, there you go. Justin, kind of with a comment that ties into this, says the 49ers took the ball to start uh, overtime because their defense was tired. From the drive oh. before would rather defense be fresh against mahomes and you know what's crazy is mm-hmm. mahomes had all the time in the world yeah and that overtime they got him fourth down once or were there two yep there was one there and was that's one. when mahomes okay. ran for like 20 yards and it was a great play call because he had the option Options. to give the ball to Options. kelsey as well and then he just turned upfield. and like they said after the fact or i think it was romo or, or jim mm-hmm. nance broke down like it's fourth and one with the Super Bowl on the line. Mm-hmm. You are not handing that ball off to Pacheco. Mm-hmm. It, the ball yeah. is going to be in Patrick yeah. Mahomes' hands, and he's going to win or lose because of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: it's just. I mean, it's just crazy to look at it though, because like those RPO plays and like the read option triple. That was like the triple option where you can hand it off, and you've got Kelsey going out in the flat, so you can just like take your pick right there. Those are the plays that kind of break football. But the crazy thing is for the Chiefs that they don't need to do that consistently right. like they can just break those out in key moments so that they aren't just hunting like they're, they're running the read options. They're running like the RPOs. So they don't have somebody like accounting for it. Like they're not paying attention to that. Whereas you look at, you know, the Eagles, they do it really well. But we do it over and over and over again. It seems like the defense would kind of be like, hey, guys, this is this is what they do here.
3: Yeah, you have more discipline.
1: Yeah. but It's almost like the first teams to run it, where teams were like, how the hell do you stop this? Like, we don't even know. You kind of bring it back to that age because teams just aren't expecting for it, preparing for it, right? But I
2: I feel like they just do it in different ways. Like, all the options that are in an RPO is just the way Kelsey runs routes. Like, Hmm. hearing him talking in his interviews, like, Sometimes he doesn't know what he's about to do. Patrick <laughs> doesn't know what he's about to do. They just go out there and wing it. Like, right. And how do you defend against that? Like, if I'm in a man, he's really going to run a crossing route. If I'm in zone, then he'll, um, you know, run run an mm-hmm. option on me. Like, no way to defend that. <laughs> they don't even know what they're doing. And then right. at just some point, just turn your head, come and throw you the ball. Like, yep. it's tough. But, like, they love plays with options in it, and I think that's why it works so well. And I don't know why they didn't game plan – that little hide route, like you know, mm-hmm. they won a Super Bowl with it last year. That should probably be on the cards. Maybe it was. That's what's so it crazy. Went through the cards.
1: Is that they use the exact same play? Mm-hmm. And it's a
2: genius play,
1: but phenomenal play. Like you slip him right in there and sneak him right back. Like um, it's that's what makes Andy Reid Andy Reid. And you just have to hope
3: that whoever replaces him, whenever that is, isn't that guy. Let's hope it's soon. Let's hope it's soon. And for our last comment to roll us into tomorrow comes in from Jose. A little bit of attitude. He says, I'm sure Sean Payton is working hard in reviewing the coaching staff. It's not like he was in Vegas doing BS interviews. (laughs) (laughs) A little snark there from Jose. But he did mention reviewing the coaching staff. Mm -hmm. And last week, there were some moves made. And low-key massive move made just as the Super Bowl started? Hank thinks so. We're going to break it down tomorrow. We're going to get back into the Broncos specifically and the moves they have made. Talk about upgrade, downgrade, big time, not big time. We're going to get into tomorrow and continue to break down how this Broncos team moves forward. But thank you all so much for staying tuned and rolling with us today. We're going to have a mailbag out on YouTube later today, so make sure to stay tuned to that. Thank you, and we'll see you tomorrow, 11 a.m.
0: take